0: Can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it now. Nah, I can't help it now. Nah, I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. Alright, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day recap. I'm your host, Guy Di The Celtics lose to the Dallas Mavericks 113-108. And the title of today's podcast is How Are We This Bad? I'm going to run today's podcast a little different than normal. Uh, Still going to give a a brief recap. Not going to do player of the game, but want to dive into some of the issues that the Celtics are running into this year. Uh, I'm going to get started talking about this game. Honestly, Luka Doncic is a god. Uh, No matter how many times we forced him into horrible situations... Uh, he hit big shot after big shot, made big play after big play. Uh, that's what it boils down to. The Celtics started off horrible in today's game. Got outscored 30-25 to 25 in the first, 34 to 34-20 in the second. Uh, and it's, again, I feel like a broken record saying this, but it's not easy coming back when you're down by so many. Uh, The Celtics got outscored by 14 points in the second. And it was just, it was on horrible efficiency. Uh, From three tonight, in the first half alone, 4 of 24. Which is, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Ended the game 11 of 47. So really, not even drastically different in the second half. Uh, just a horrible, horrible three point shooting performance tonight. And it, it, this is just another game where we give up a ton of points on the perimeter. Uh, 19 of 39 for the Mavericks. So we took eight more three point attempts than the Mavericks, and they hit eight more. So it's just, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and you look at this team up and down, and every single game, we kind of run into the situation where the Celtics fall behind big, try to mount a comeback, and they fall short, and this is just another situation where that happens. Uh, Tonight was just, it it was brutal all around. The first half, we just couldn't get anything fallen, and... Honestly, the Mavericks just basically did whatever they wanted in the first two quarters. Like, this is as much a, a tale of two halves as, you, as you're going to get in the NBA. Uh, because the first half, we played horrible. The Mavs played fantastic. Second half, Mavericks didn't quite have their spark. But the Celtics did. Uh, again... Not enough, because we fell down by as much as 23 points. So I want to highlight some of the things that, that I'm seeing. and I'm not saying this is an end-all be-all fix. I'm not saying that, you know the Celtics are going to make a big push. All I'm saying is things are possible. Like, you look at this team, you look at the second half, and we have so much talent. Like there are stretches in the in all of these losses, not all of them, but the majority of these losses, where the Celtics look absolutely unbelievable, and it doesn't last the whole forty eight minutes is the big issue like if we could take our best like five minutes stretch, we would win a a lot of games in this n b a Obviously, that's not how that works. But if you're looking for, you know, one positive, it's you can see instances where the Celtics talent can play really well. Like today's fourth quarter, we looked fantastic. The effort was there energy wise was fantastic. We were hitting our shots defensively. We actually played really well against Luka Doncic, but when you're not doing it for a full 48 minutes, you're going to lose. That's the bottom line. If you're not going to play 48 minutes in the NBA, you're going to lose basketball games. And it seems like every game, we're giving up a massive game to a bench player or a role player. And you know, tonight, it was Jalen Brunson. He seemed to do it against us last, time, last game. We played them too. Uh, but this is just, it's another circumstance where, you know, we brought in Fournier to give us some bench depth and to help not not so much defensively, but to give us more versatility for switching. And he still just killed us. You know, overall tonight, we did a an okay job of switching But we still had a lot of lapses where we're still chasing down the defense. And it leaves a lot of open threes for the Mavericks. And one of the things the Mavericks do really well is instead of taking a wide open three, they'll drive it again. Like If if someone's not a fantastic three-point shooter, that person that has a fairly open three will then drive again, forcing the defense to collapse once again. And then bringing another wide open three to a potentially better shooter. And it happened like five times tonight. It happened a bunch. Like they were hitting their three point shots because they were wide open. Finney Smith, Porzingis, Richardson, Brunson. Like they, they were all hitting. Luka is just ridiculous. Shot seven of 11 from three, which is just, it's insane to think that that's even possible. But, you know, this is this is tough because the Celtics came back home on a seven game homestand and we dropped the first two games, neither of which are phenomenal teams like Pelicans, Mavericks. And really, the the whole the whole issue the Celtics keep running into is just forcing themselves into a comeback situation by being down by so much. Like the biggest deficit against the Pelicans, 17 points. Biggest deficit tonight against the Mavs, 23. In both games, we got it within one, within one possession. And then even actually go back one more game against the Bucks, we were down 25. So it's just you, you, we keep putting ourselves in horrible positions and forcing a comeback, and it's not possible to do every single time. It's just not. And I want to talk, like I have a couple theories as to why. And a lot of it stems from moving the ball. And I've talked about it all season long. You know, 26, 27 assists seems to be that magic number for the Celtics team. But it goes deeper than that in my eyes. Like tonight, we did not hit our assist numbers. We We only got to 20. So a lot of it was ISO, ISO ball. And part of that, again, is the problem. And I've talked about this on a lot of podcasts before, but the Celtics' like biggest enemy is themselves. And it's the ISO ball game that they try to play over and over. And that's what screws the Celtics up. Like We went out in the trade deadline. You can't blame this on Danny Ainge at this point. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to say that Drummond is going to change what's happening right now. The issue tonight was not rebounding. The issue tonight was shooting threes. Drummond's not changing that. Cousins isn't changing that. LaMarcus Aldridge isn't changing that. The Celtics need to figure this out. And I'm putting a lot of it on the Jays, more so specifically Jason Tatum. And here's why. There were a couple of possessions tonight where, you know, he had the ball and he lost, lost control of his dribble twice. And he spends 20 seconds and then forces up a horrible shot in the lane. Contested shot in the lane. And then the very next, the very, very next possession comes down Shoots a step back three that clanked off the rim. And he is consistently doing this. He is an unbelievable shot maker. And I'm not going to say like he's the only issue on this team. Because it's, it's a lot deeper than that. But when you bring in a guy like Fournier that is a proven scorer, you need to get him involved. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna pin a lot of this on Evan Fournier. Like this is his second game playing. He had a horrible opening night performance last game where he shot 0 for 10. Uh, but tonight he looked pretty good. Like he played 30 minutes, but didn't get enough touches. And a lot of it stems to the fact that you know other players, Jason Tatum, 24 shots, Kemba 19. Brown, 17. Brown actually had a a very efficient night. Played phenomenal for the most part. You know, offensively, defensively, played a good game. Also had a a really tough matchup. Defensively, he was trying to guard Porzingis for half the night, which he's giving up a solid, like, six inches. So, for me, like, it's not even Jalen Brown as much as it is Jason Tatum. But Jason Tatum really needs to figure out that leadership role. Like, you bring in a proven scorer, make sure you work him into the offense. Like, he played 30 minutes, so he played a good amount of basketball tonight. But he got six shot attempts. And he shot the ball well. Three of six. He had six points, three rebounds, an assist, and a steal. And the steal was late in the game. That was clutch. Needed it. Like he struggled. I mean, he shot zero for two from three, but three of four from the field. Like he hit his mid ranges. He missed one layup. He made two other, three other really tough shots. Yeah, you know, overall, this isn't this isn't a Fournier like blunder. This is one hundred percent on the rest of the team. Like you bring in a guy, he's had one practice, and I I don't want to sound like I'm defending Fournier and he's fantastic and he's the solution to all of our problems because he's not the Celtics issues run deep and I don't know what can fix it but they need to have this conversation internally and try to develop an answer to this because this season is slipping away if it hasn't already they were two games under 500 again and we're in a playing game at best right now it's just it's a It's a shitty place to be this far into the season. And you look at, you know, realistically, the way the Celtics can play in certain instances. Again, like the fourth quarter tonight was fantastic, but the Celtics need to move the ball better. They need to stop relying on ISO ball. I'm perfectly fine with Jason Tatum running some sort of ISO down in the paint. If he wants to attack a guy in the paint, go up strong, by all means, get yourself to the free throw line. This whole iso ball in the middle of the game with 20 seconds on the shot clock shouldn't be a thing. If we're down two with 12 seconds left and you want to run an iso play for a shot, sure. By all means, try to do your thing. But when when you're in the game, you need to get people involved. And the ball needs to move a lot more than it is right now for the Celtics to make any sort of run at this. Because right now we've wasted two of our seven games at home to try to make a run at the playoffs at this point. It's, It's not a good look. Like something needs to give on this team. A lot of people are calling Brad Stevens out. Is it Brad's problem? At this point, I'm not saying a hundred percent it is, but you can certainly question it now. Like I don't I don't understand how this can continuously be an issue and not be addressed. And maybe it is being addressed and Tatum is just saying, fuck it, I'm not listening. But that might be even that's even worse. Like, if Brad's saying something and then Tatum just goes and does the opposite, that definitely needs to change. So what are the Celtics doing to fix this? Like, we brought in a guy like Fournier. If we're not getting him involved, he's definitely walking in the offseason. And then we wasted half of our TP on a guy like that with a ton of potential. I don't want to see it. Like, he fits into this offense really well if they let him get involved. He's a six foot seven wing that can shoot and distribute the ball, run incredible pick and roll screens, and just move the ball. Like, he is everything that the Celtics need. But if you don't get him involved, he's not going to be able to do anything. Like, he did not touch the ball a lot tonight. When he did, he made good reads. Uh, but it's not enough. I'm not asking Tatum to give up half of his shots, but he's shooting 24 times in a night. 24 times. Luka Doncic is a superstar. Unbelievable. Scored 36 points tonight, but he did it on 15 shots. I'm not saying Tatum needs to do that because there are few Luka Doncic's in the history of the NBA. Like he's doing this... Pretty consistently. What Tatum needs to do. If he's going to continue taking, on, taking these shots. He needs to be going to the hoop. These iso balls, step back threes are not doing it for the team. Yes he hit some of them. And I'm not going to argue that. He's a phenomenal shot maker. Shot creator. But when he does that. The offense lies stagnant. Nobody else is moving. Because they don't need to. Because there's nothing they can do. To change what's going to happen. If Tatum drives like Luka, which he's perfectly capable of doing, he can either go up strong with his shot or dish out to a corner because the defense collapses. That is the entire premise of Luka Doncic's game. Tatum is very capable of driving. Jalen Brown, very capable of driving. Jalen Brown does a significantly better job of it than Jason Tatum. A lot of his shots do come from inside the arc. Tonight he shot a lot, but tonight he was also hitting. So, you know, that's that's just another thing where you kind of take it as is. But they do a good job of hitting their shots. Jalen Brown tonight on shots that weren't threes, he shot five of six. So mister Midrange slash transition showed up tonight. Again, taking smart shots. At the end of the game, I totally get it. If you're, if you're, you might be forced to take threes. I get it. If they're open, I get it. Take your threes. A lot of Tatum's threes are not open. And it's, it's just a tough look. Tatum isn't the only issue with this team. A lot of it you can kind of put back on Kemba as well. Uh, a lot of it you can put on Marcus Smart. Uh, but honestly, it's just it's a it's a collective. It's not like the offense is the only issue. Defensively, the Celtics need to pick up the intensity. You saw it tonight in the fourth quarter, in parts of the third quarter. I think Marcus Smart played a phenomenal defensive game tonight against Luca. despite his ridiculous stat line with thirty six points. We forced him into a lot of really, really difficult shots, forced a couple shot clock violations, uh, and that's really all you can ask for in a lot of these games. But a lot of it stem- like a lot of the issues tonight, stemmed from lack of ball movement, and that's something that needs to change. So I, I don't know. That's that's all I got. I'm gonna make today's podcast real short. This is a very frustrating loss for the Celtics. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the course of action needs to be at this point. Brad Stevens needs to figure something out. Whether that's shaking up lineups again, which I feel like he's continuously doing anyway. Because there's really just no other option. But something needs to change. And that's where we're going to sign off. I'm sorry for this being such a a sad, shitty podcast. Uh, But I really just, I needed to get this off my chest. That's where we're going to sign off today. We've got another game on Friday against Houston. One of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the NBA. If we cannot win this game, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Fingers crossed because it might, might start off ugly, and we might have to come back and win that game as well. So that's what we got. We will talk to you soon. Talk to you on Friday night. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I'm ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm ball like a Celtic.